Hey, Sarah. MJ. How are you? I'm good. Crazy week. I'm, and... Right? I'm Sarah. I'm MJ. And we are... Bourbon. And Buckeyes. Hashtag. Shut up. Tony. We are both, like, screwing around with our phones right now. Well... So I was trying to find something so I could talk about football. So I, I found this article. Let me just kind of get... Because, you know, we are 6-0. and Kentucky is 6-0 and and moved up six as five spots to number 11 in the AP poll. They're 10 in some other polls. CBS poll. CBS, I think, yeah. coaches poll. So that's exciting. It is. And so I, I found this article. Okay, let's talk about let's, your article you found. Let's talk about it. It's, it's titled, Kentucky Football. Ceiling? What's ceiling? I love that. So it says, for Kentucky football, possibility has generally been a very modest thing historically. Right. Kentucky fans get the annual schedule and start subdividing the games. The wins, bandy, maybe another league cellar dweller, and a few non-conference cupcakes. The maybes, Louisville, whatever SEC teams are tending toward underachieving or having coaches on the hot seat. Tennessee. mm, (laughs) Yeah. And the no way in hell games. Historically, that was Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, maybe the non-Mississippi State SEC West team that Kentucky would face. Fans counted a few all but certain Ws, a few all but certain losses, and then looked at the balance. Somewhere between four and eight and eight and four, which is true. And the eight and four never seems to happen. Six wins was the frequent goal. Get a quality victory or two, get a bowl game, the extra month of practice, give in-state kids some reason to keep the home state school in mind in recruiting. Well, according to this article, Mark Stoops has just blown that all up. Well, I, w- I was going to say, I know, I know that I've read an article, and I feel like I've talked about it, maybe on the podcast, and I don't know when I read it, but Kentucky, because they're in the SEC and because they do halfway decent in the SEC, they always get a bowl game, and I think their bowl record within recent Maybe the past ten years is fairly very good. Actually, it is. I think it's like seven and three. Or I mean, yeah. It's... So you want to invite Kentucky to your bowl game because their fans are going to come. I think, and oh, yeah. and you know maybe the football fans don't travel as well as the basketball fans, but they're be they're going to be yeah they're they're going to go and you know it's a it's going to be a good game and you have an SEC team that's won you know six or seven eight games so anyway so it's my two cents yeah no it's perfect um kentucky is six and oh and four and oh in the sec for the first time since 1950 wow i wasn't born yet wow (laughs) for the first time since bear not wow on you're born yet no just wow yeah for the first time since bear bryant won the sec with bay pirelli at quarterback and beat the consensus number one team in the nation in a New Year's Day bowl game. Kentucky bested LSU 42-21 on Saturday and generally looked like a team that has legitimate business in the AP top 10. Yes. In the SEC East race, maybe, if you're inclined to be a little bit edgy, even in the college football playoff field. (gasps) (laughs) And they're talking about that. Well. They're talking about it. So, if they play... Like they played against LSU. That's the best game they've played, I think. Yes. I've watched a few games with you. Definitely an improvement over over the Florida game, uh, especially on offense. You know, I was griping and griping and griping. They heard me, clearly. They listened to our podcast. They did. I know. Somebody Um, did. They heard us. You know, they had some 
some play action. They had some quarterback keeper. All the things that we were talking about that they didn't do in the Florida game, they did really well against LSU. And they did them, and they did them really well, I think. Yes. That was yes. – LSU was a blowout. LSU – They finished. They finished the game. They finished. Yeah, LSU did score, what, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter? Because Mary John was getting a little amped up. Yeah. But then um, we came back. I mean, it was – Yeah, I mean, solid. It was 42 solid. to – Mary John was not happy. There were – 21. Five minutes left, and they weren't leading by three touchdowns. Right. <laughs> Tony and I were getting on her, you know, and Lauren sat through it being the LSU fan. Anyway, I think they played really well on both sides of the ball. I feel like the offense is coming around and they played solid. They have to keep playing like that though. I mean, the running, you know, Rodriguez is really, really good. Keep giving him the ball. They even had him come out of the backfield and catch a couple passes. I think one was for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see more of that. The one, Receiver, too. I can't Rodriguez. think of his name. Oh, Josh Ali. Did he play in that game? Which one? I He's don't, hurt. I don't think that He's that's who gonna... I'm talking about. You're talking about. There's another receiver. Anyways, that did really well. But, again, the defense was super solid. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I'm just going to look at some stats. We've right got, now. you know, we've got Georgia coming up at Georgia. Mm-hmm. If we had them at home, I'd be a little more comfortable, but we don't. So, we're just going to have to go down there and show our badasses and take care of business. I think that Georgia will have their hands full with Kentucky if they play like they did. Wandale Robinson. Oh, Wandale Robinson. Yeah, yeah he had yeah, eight yeah. receptions, 60 yards. He had a touchdown. And Malik Neighbors had three receptions for 66 yards and a touchdown. Let's see what the – they. I think they – and this time they possessed the ball pretty evenly. A little over 32 minutes with Kentucky and almost 28 minutes with LSU. So they did a lot better <laughs> – and kept their defense off the field and get, got them some rest on occasion. So, yeah, good game, fun game. And it's going to be, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I believe in this team, and for the first time in a long time, they believe in themselves. They've been proving it every day or every weekend that they go out and play. Mm-hmm. It's just another day at work for them. I'm sure I, we talked about this when we were watching the LSU game, Stoops went to them and said, well, first he listened to our podcast and got some tips. Obviously. (laughs) On some plays. He told him, he said, look, you just, you know, you beat Florida, the number 10 team in the country. That was last weekend. Yeah. You You got to focus. You got to move on. You got to move on. There are a lot of distractions here. You're riding high off of that win. You got family in town. Keep the high though. Yeah. Keep the high, but keep your, head square on your shoulders Absolutely. and they did yeah oh yeah i mean they, they played so much better they played the, so much better the stats were the yeah yeah they played solid really on both sides of the ball you really couldn't have played any better really i don't think so but they're gonna they're gonna have to come you know, the, saturday yeah oh yeah so on saturday well tony sent out an invite to a few people it's called Watch Mary John Watch Kentucky Football. Is that what he put? Yeah, that's the name of the party. <laughs> so <laughs> we will be there. And um, I won't be sitting down. I'll be pacing the well, whole time. Well, absolutely. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. I, I hope it would be amazing if Kentucky could win. We'll win. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I love, too, is Randall Cobb, who played mm-hmm. for Kentucky and is now 
He played, started with the Packers and then went somewhere else. And then I think he played back. for Houston. And then he's back mm-hmm. with the Packers. Mm-hmm. He sent out a tweet or something, and he said, give Stoops an extension for I, what he's done. Because Randall Cobb was there when Stoops yeah. came in. Mm-hmm. And from where he started to, to today mm-hmm. is just been crazy and evidently very methodical and well he's from ohio the, this is part he's of one the of those youngstown boys oh yeah you know the other thing on the other side of that too you know some of the sec commentators were like well what are they gonna you know coach ogeron blah 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 and i'm just kind of like you know give me a break anyway i, I just totally you know i because at first I'm like, well, you know, he, he has a national championship and that really wasn't his team, but it was his team because he's been there for six years. So I would think the majority of those players may have been at LSU and recruited before him, but I think that was mostly his team. I just – I kind of disagree. I think it's going to be hard to get rid of Coach Ogeron. Like, he's a Cajun. He's from – he went – he's an LSU alum. He's from down the bayou. Like, and, and, and this is the other thing, too. Mary John, who are you going to get? Right. I mean, I kind of feel that way. And Stoops is doing a really good job. I don't think I'm, – I'm with Randall Cobb. Keep it – if you – unless he gets a really lucrative offer. But, again, like what's going to open up for him that would be more appealing? He's on a mission. So he's got a good thing going. I think, again, you know, they got rid of the offensive coordinator and brought in someone young from the NFL. Who literally shook it up last weekend. I mean, or with LSU. Yes. Really, I mean, it was a complete turnaround from Florida. Right. Yeah. I don't know what they were doing, but. Levis was on fire. He. Yeah, he was good. I think they had more passing and rushing yards in the first quarter than they did the whole game against Florida. They, they, yeah, he was good. Do we want to talk about the standings, the AP? So it's Georgia moved up. There's some other things that happened on Saturday. Georgia's number one now. Iowa moved to two. They they beat Penn State in the last few minutes of the game. That was a close game. <clears throat> Both of them are 6-0. and Cincinnati moved up to number three, which I'm so surprised about. Happy. Happy, happy, happy. At 5-0. and Oklahoma, I don't understand this at all. I don't know how. I thought Oklahoma would just stay put where they were at six. They moved to four at 6-0. and And they, you know... I would love to see a team with really, really, really good defense play Oklahoma because they have no defense at all, or with a really, really good offense. Excuse me. What was that? What was the score of that game? Fifty-two to fifty-one. If if you barely beat Texas, <laughs> and you had to score fifty-two points to beat them, how are you number four? It would be different if it was fifty-two to seven. Then I could say, okay, it's beat down. And okay, you can can move up, right? To four. I just I thought they would stay put where they were, with that win. It's a win. They are six and zero. Alabama slipped to number five because they lost. Because they are now. And who told you they were going to get beat? Who told you? I, I guess you did. I did. Did I not say? Yeah. You said right. who's? Because you said who's going to beat them? I said I don't know, but some little unranked team's going to come in and and. Take care of business and take them down. And that's exactly what happened. Five and one then? Mm-hmm. Ohio State is at number six, and they moved up one. They're also five and one. Penn State, five and one. Michigan, six and oh. Oregon, four and one. And Michigan State, six and oh. Kentucky at 11. I think 
Kentucky could be would be Michigan State. I think Kentucky would probably beat Oregon. I haven't watched Michigan. I don't know. Anyway, I thought Alabama would slip a little bit more. I did too. I thought they would be at like six or seven. Yeah, but... they should have dropped further than that. And I regret not watching that because <laughs> you guys had left. We were watching it. You guys had left. And I was watching it on my phone. And there were like two minutes left. And Alabama scored again. And I'm like, damn it, they're going to win. I'm just going to shut it off. And I woke up in the morning and looked at the scores. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Texas A&M came back and won mm-hmm. with a field goal. So yeah. Yeah. Um, good for them. Do we want to talk about Ohio State? Sure. Ohio State, another beatdown. Again, I think you have to look at the, the competition. I'm not going to lie. Well, um, you do, but at the same time, I think they've ramped it up a little bit. Well, they have, and I haven't watched them in two weeks either. So this is the first time I've watched them, and since I've watched them, they they are they look so much better. I'm still, again, not afraid, not worrying about them on offense because I feel like you or I could go into quarterback and throw some of these passes to these receivers, and they would catch them because they're all that good. Right. Um, and both of their running backs are really, really good. So 66 to 17. I feel bad for Maryland. Maryland has like six starters on defense out. So I think this could have been a different score if they didn't have so many so many players out. But C.J. Stroud, another five more touchdowns. And Ohio State, I don't know if it, if they do this week, but last week they led the country in offense, averaging like 555 yards game. Yeah. Eight yeah. and a half yards a play on offense. Their defense looks better, but I still don't think their defense is worthy of a top four ranking because I think if they played any of these teams, I think they get beat. Yeah. They were talking on 6-10 today, and they were, they were going through the rankings and stuff, and they were talking about Alabama and said, who do they play? For the, their last six games, they don't play anybody. When everybody else has major games, yeah, they don't Let's have any. Look at their schedule. So they played Miami the first week, Mercer the second week, Florida they played the third week, Southern Miss, and then they played Ole Miss. So they played Ole Miss and Florida. Basically, that's it. Because I don't count Miami as any good. <laughs> yeah, who's Mercer? Southern Mississippi. Right. And the rest of their schedule is a cakewalk for them. And then they have Mississippi State, Tennessee, LSU, New Mexico State, Arkansas, and Auburn, of course, is their last game. So maybe they'll get knocked off again. They're they're playing at Auburn. That could happen. Auburn does beat them on occasion. I think. Or Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas still ranked in the top 25. I would would say that they're going to get beat one more time. I think they could, and I think it could be Auburn. That would really throw a mm-hmm. wrench in the works, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I think if they if they go in with two losses, and Georgia, we're hoping, has one, I, I, I don't think you can let Alabama in. Well, I guess it's going to depend on how everything else falls out. but Right. You know. And the world will be doing a dance I, in unity and again <laughs> right and again i'm totally okay with oh, if ohio state is in there i'd love to see four different teams four brand new even if georgia stays in there yeah, yeah i mean right eh. but at least the other three are going to be mixed up i think i think the other it's going to depend on i think i think it's going to be ohio state iowa and the big 10 
matchup yeah. for the championship, I, the yeah. Big Ten. And I think Iowa beats Ohio State in that. And then they and then they would get that Big Ten spot, I got to believe. Yeah. I think what people tend to forget, too, if you're not from the South, is that Georgia was a powerhouse. Georgia's always been day. a... Oh, yeah, always. And yeah. just, I mean, and huge. The line, and they're on and off yeah. lately. Yeah. But they're on it again, for sure. I, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's hope they're not on it. Right. See, <laughs> they're gonna, again, this is going to be the thought process for them. They're either going to say, it's Kentucky, come on. Yeah, they've had a nice run, but... Or they're going to say, okay, we need to watch out for these guys because they've had a really good run. They're the dark horse. So yeah. it's kind of... you got to watch out for Kentucky in it, a different way than you do with them playing basketball. And we have to know that they're watching out for that so that we can be they just prepared. To, they just need to play solid. Yeah. They just really do. I think they have a really good chance of winning that game. If Kentucky beats Georgia, or when Kentucky beats Georgia... Kentucky is in the top four. They, if they, and if they don't do that, that's bullshit. Yeah. If they keep freaking Oklahoma in there. Okay, let's knock on some wood and let's just. Yeah. Not right. jump the gun. Right. You know, I'm very superstitious and I, I can't stand. No, it. I get it. I get it. But again, you know, Ohio State looks really good and they they have a cakewalk schedule. I don't I don't see them losing anything. They have. Well, oh, shoot, wait. No, they have Indiana. And Indiana's been hit or miss. And then, then they have Penn State. So, we'll see about that. They, at least that's at home. They might have a chance. And Nebraska almost beat Michigan last week. So, Purdue, Michigan State, and then, of course, they have Michigan. So, they have some Penn State, Michigan State, and Michigan. I'm worried about all those games yeah. as an Ohio State fan. Yeah. And I, I really don't, unless they can finish the season, not lose a game, and then win the Big Ten championship, I don't know if they would could get in the top four. And then if they do, I just think it's going to be embarrassing and they're going to get their asses kicked. Like they did last year in the championship game. Mm-hmm. That was nasty. Do we want to talk about NFL? I really didn't watch any NFL. I watched watched the last couple minutes of the Browns game because Sandy Mack is like, this game is crazy. Are you watching it? And I was just like, I kind of lost track of my day. It was like seven score changes. and (laughs) High score, too. High score. And I told you earlier, this is is coaching because they were out of timeouts. The Chargers had just scored with like – Five minutes left. And I told Tony, here's what's going to happen. Baker's going to take them down there too fast. They're going to score. Then the Chargers are going to get the ball back. They're going to come back and score, and there's not going to be enough time for the Browns to get back down there. Mm-hmm. Now, so they're out of timeouts. They've got a, a minute 50 on the clock. They can't get out of bounds. They're rushing to get back to the line. The last two passes were Hail Marys, and they were covered. So that we, there was – one bad call that I saw in that game. Actually, I think there were a lot of bad calls on both sides. This one was really bad, though. It should have been an offensive pass interference on the Chargers. They were both going for the ball. Mm -hmm. They both turned back, and the Charger guy grabs his jersey Mm -hmm. and keeps him from catching the ball, and they didn't call it. 
Yeah, they miss stuff. They they oh, miss blatant stuff too. It I was mean, just insane. And if I had right. been the co, if I had been, there's nothing you can do about it. Though. They won't review that. Don't you have a certain number of there? You yeah, but there are there are plays that you can't review. See, and I don't understand that either. What makes one play? Because you never get the damn game over with if you reviewed everything. Well, not, I'm not saying everything, but what makes one play reviewable against another? Well, they make up those rules. Well, it's ridiculous. And they come up with them. I'm, I'm just saying. This is the this is the thing that I feel either, like Baker Mayfield needs to work on. He needs to work on that. He needs to work on that part of the game where you've got one minute and something left. You're down a touchdown or you're down a field goal. He needs to get better at, and the Browns in general, but I think he's the leader. He's, he does everything else really, really well, but he needs to get better at going down the field and scoring. He, they've had the last time when they lost the game earlier this year, it was the same scenario. He just could not get a good pass. You know, and he's, they're doing these little dink passes, like you're saying, that aren't that are for like one or two yards or getting right back to the line of scrimmage because – no one's open. Well, if no one's open to run the ball, Baker, run the ball, because there's going to be a seam somewhere. He's fast, too. He does it. If there's no one open, you've got to at least, like you're saying, get the first down and get out of bounds. They, and, and the commentators are even saying this. What are they doing? They just spent 50 seconds on three plays that got them one or two yards. That's what he's not good at. He needs to get better at that. And you, you, all you need is a minute. Patrick Mahomes does it all the time. Tom Brady was, is a master at it. Drew Brees is a master at it. Aaron Rodgers is a master at it. All they need is a minute. And I, they can get a score. I understand that. But I'm laying this on the defense. And here's why. They were up two touchdowns. Right. Exactly. The Browns do that a lot, too. Touchdowns. That's one of the things that I got sick and tired of watching them all these years, too. And the defense just stopped Mm -hmm. playing. Mm -hmm. I agree. willy-nilly, you Mm -hmm. know, all of a sudden it was, we got two touchdowns. What are you doing? Two touchdowns ahead. Let's take a break. You're playing an undefeated team. I'm pretty sure that the Chargers are the only team left undefeated. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Or they've only lost one game. And they're good. That is a really good team. Everybody thinks Justin Herbert is is in his second year. That kid was good last year. Like no one pays no one's paying any attention to the Chargers because they're like, oh, you know, they just move around all the time. They can't decide where they want their team to be. It, it that doesn't matter. That team's good. That team's probably going to be in the Super Bowl. They're four and one. Okay, so they have lost a game. They have lost a game. But they're still really good. I don't think anyone's undefeated anymore. I think everybody's lost. They were one of the last last week. Did they lose last week? And we're tied. We're tied. The or da 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 da. da. Let me try that again. The uh, Browns are tied for second with the Bengals. Who? Right. Like this is the the NFC, or the, I'm sorry, the AFC North is one of the best. You have the Ravens. You have the Steelers. You have to win every game, Browns. And the Steelers every are, game. But the Steelers are in last place. For a change. But you can't count <laughs> them out. No, you can't. I mean, what are there, 10 more games left? If they won their next 10 games. Like, and the Steelers, they will freaking do that. That's the thing. That is such a tough division. It is. Because the AFC South, this is pathetic. 
Yeah, that one's pathetic. The Titans are in first place with a three and two record. Right. right. Everybody out. The Colts. That's why are, they always get in the playoffs. The Colts the wild are card. one and three. The Texans are one and four, and the Jaguars are zero oh and five. Yeah. Well, we know why that. Right. Is, so. They have a ding dong coach. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only other like to me, like the the NFC South, which is Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Atlanta. And Carolina, that's a tough division, too, because I watch that one a lot. I pay attention to it. But the the AFC North is probably the toughest division in the NFL. You have to win every game. Yeah. Browns. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Absolutely. Because every team has the potential. I mean, Baltimore is always good, which is technically the Cleveland team. And you the Pittsburgh, I mean, they're always in it. They're always good, and they always, always, always want to beat the Browns. And let me tell you something about Pittsburgh. The Schittsburg, Steve. They better start playing Benny Snell, because, <laughs> and not just because I love him and he went to Kentucky, but because he's that good, mm-hmm. and somebody's going to come up and snatch him away from them. Well, he'd be smart to ask for a trade or something. He would be, because he would be Cleveland. They don't need a running back, though. They need him. <laughs> they've got a, they've got two good running. They have but three Hunt and Chubb, and there's the other guy. I know, but I would love to see him. Yeah, I know. It would be awesome. I just feel like again, I'm ragging on Baker, but your Baker, candlestick maker. I think he's doing a really good job, but I that's that is the one part of his game I think he really needs to work on, is learning how to to do that. Down the field, you've only got a minute. You've got to score. He, maybe the whole entire team. But they I were, didn't watch the game, but that part was really frustrating. I'm like, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? And no one can get open. I don't know because no. they're and and that and that could be the case too because they're probably only rushing three guys. Again, if you're only rushing three guys and everybody's and they're playing man to man and they, everybody else is being covered, then run, run. For the first down and run out of bounds. Run, Forrest, run. Run, Butcher Baker, run. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm just here, you know, talking talking about stuff I don't know anything about. I, I, I get you, but I just, I'm going to have to lay this on the defense. And I would just agree. Just because they let that two touchdown lead get away. Right, and that's, that's one of the other things I've always said about the Browns. Talk about not finishing the game. That's why... I remember this several years ago, and they did the same. They were fourth quarter, leading by three touchdowns. They lose the game, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm not watching this anymore. I cannot watch it anymore. It is pathetic. So, I get it. I get what you're saying. Okay. I, I get that part of it. I know you love Butcher Baker, and I think he's doing again. I think he's improved. He just he needs to work on that part of his game. Either that or he needs to come have a chat with us. Maybe he should listen to the podcast. Maybe he should. Butcher Baker. We'll send it to you. Maybe he should. Um, Baseball? Sure. Apparently, like, I just looked at my phone. Early, and let me pull it up. Things aren't falling out like you thought they would, are they? Well, Atlanta beat Milwaukee, so they lead the series 2-1. to one. They beat them earlier today. Right now, Houston and Chicago are in a po- that's postponed, so I don't know if it's pouring down rain in Chicago. Tampa Bay... And Boston play at seven. Red Sox lead that um, two to one. 
And then Dodgers and Giants play tonight at 9.30. And that series is tied 1-1. So Still kind of up in the air. I, I, I did think the Giants would be in the playoffs because they were very they won 107 games this year. I think they had the best record in baseball. Dodgers right behind them. Wild card with 106 wins. I mean, when you think about that number. 107 games. I mean, think, you know, just. It's crazy. Think about that for a second. 107 and 55. Yeah. That's. It's insane. It's amazing. It is. And again, right behind them, the Dodgers, um, 106 and 56. And they were the wild card. (laughs) So I always feel like wild cards are the ones you got to look out for if you if you won your division because the wild card teams are the ones that are really on a roll it was too bad to see the cardinals not not make it in there because they won i mean they they won 16 games in a row to get themselves even in position to play in that wild card game and then and then blew it but yeah i when it comes to the giant i love the giants i love the dodgers so i don't really care who wins that i hate boston I don't care about the Rays. I don't like Atlanta, so Brewers there, and we got to go with the White Sox because I can't stand the cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters. <laughs> Houston, ugh. I know Houston and Boston. Oh, everybody else, I guess I could do. Don't really like Atlanta, but whatever. Sorry, Sharon Perry. Sharon Perry's a huge Braves fan. Anyway, that's what's going on in baseball. Hockey has started. Is it officially started? Are they yes. still playing the No, I think it, it's official. Not practice games. <laughs> I keep saying that. I said that last week. They're just playing practice games. <laughs> practice games. What the hell? Preseason. Preseason. I thought they were. I didn't. I don't know. I think it was a start, officially started Thursday, last Thursday. Really? I th- okay. Yeah. Well. So go Blue Jackets. Well, there's no standings yet, so it couldn't have started yet. There are these. Yeah. Okay, well, I must have gotten the wrong third. Maybe it's this Thursday. Seattle Kraken. Blue Jackets play them on the 16th. I love that name. It's like my favorite name. I think it's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Kraken. You've never heard of a Kraken? No. It's the, it's the, it's the, mon- the sea monster from, like, like uh, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, mythological, like, yeah, Greek. Gods and stuff like that. The Krakens, the the sea monster. Never heard of it. Mary John, what's wrong with you? I don't know. Yeah, so we're looking forward to watching Mary John watch Kentucky. And for all of my my Facebook friends and sorority sisters and brothers of Alpha Gamma Rho, where I was a little sister, mm-hmm. they were all concerned. They were like, where were you? During the LSU game, because you know oh. I'm always posting stuff. Oh, when I'm by myself, I'm carrying on. Yeah, so I probably won't be posting because I'll be watching that game. And she's going to be thick in it, and so, I'm going to be thick in it. That's yeah, right. So we wanted to also mention that we forgot to mention when we went to Kentucky, Florida, that the tailgate that we finally found yes. after searching with the chandelier. So that was I forget who this was. Um, my, two of my sorority sisters. Pam and Donna. Yeah. Donna. Had a good setup. Had an amazing setup. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Yeah, who has a chandelier? They, she literally had a chandelier, and they were missing one. There's usually two. Look, they, got, they had <laughs> D 
decent. They have a really great spot. And then they, so they have enough room for two chandeliers. They had a TV. They had a generator. Uh, they had a small, like, electric, I think, like, cooktop. Yeah, so this is this is Lauren Lauren's evil plan for you. Three tables. Right. Lauren's evil plan for you is all home games. On Friday you just drive down to Pam's <laughs> and you hang out and spend the night there and then you guys go to the game cuz that breaks the ride up for you like 2 hours and then 2 hours. Right. And Lauren's like and she doesn't need to go into the game cuz they have that TV right there and she can watch and drink and carry on. She doesn't have to drive. It's a great idea. Yeah. So, maybe you should just continue. I'll chat with Pam about it. Pam, the rest of the season, all home games, Mary John's riding down (laughs) with you. (laughs) So, I think it's a great idea. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm not doing it. It's just a great idea for you that Lauren came up with. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, do you think Mary John is going to go to the game? Because we hadn't heard from you. And here Mary John thought we were out of town. And I'm like, well, I'm going to text her and see if she wants to come over and hang on the patio and watch this game. And you're like, I thought you were out of town. I'd be over right now. Anyways, we had fun. We had a fire, and we didn't have chandeliers, but we had fans. <laughs> Ceiling fans. And I was actually relatively calm. You were. You were. I won't be Saturday. I'm just, it'll be full throttle. All Tony was concerned about is what people thought of Ohio State and where Ohio State's going to be, mm-hmm. where Kentucky's going to be, and then. Alabama cheats, and I, I still, I still don't think Alabama cheats. I, I think Alabama's that good, but clearly they aren't. Clearly, I just, I think they have a really good coach. Oh, no. Sarah, he, he is Mary John. He is. Oh, he always has a great game plan. He does. He's a master. Nobody likes Nick Saban. I don't. I, saying that he's a good coach doesn't say that I like him. I just not even think gonna, he is. I'm not even going to say he's a good coach. I'm just, well, I can't go there. You know, I'm a bad sport. Record speaks for himself. Well, for itself. Screw mm. the record. Okay. <laughs> what else? Anything else? What else? I don't think so. I don't either. We're just. So we'll be able to talk about hockey as well. We're just gearing up for Saturday. Yep. I hope this week goes by fast. Yeah. Well. Because yeah, I'm, I'm we'll already do. on pins and needles. I'm off today because it's Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day slash whatever else you want to call it day. I don't mean that disrespectful. Just saying. I think it's officially changed to Indigenous People Day now. So it's been a good day off. And I usually have Mondays off anyway. Another beautiful day in Columbus. Yeah. We've had amazing weather. Oh, and speaking of, Saturday's going to be extra fabulous because it's only going to be 66 degrees at the highest. Yes. Yeah, so we, we'll have a fire going. We'll finally have yeah. fall weather yeah. for football. It's been so hot. That game, I said something to Tony. He's like, "Oh my god, we were so hot," because it was it was about eighty five degrees on Saturday. Yeah, and so and where his seats are, the sun just blasts on you the entire game, and when it's a noon game. So I don't think I have anything else. No, she's shaking no, her head. No, 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 no. Just any goodies? Just waiting. Any goodies? Um, Randall Cobb. Randall <laughs> putting this, you know, putting it out there saying, you know, give yeah. this man an extension. And I told you the reason I love that so much is because it's the, the team still matters to them. Yeah. Even though they're pros, you know, and have been out for a while, it still matters to them. Yeah. And that's important. It is very important. And I think it's, you know, marvelous. That's why I always 
that was always one of the things about the basketball team that I love is that it didn't matter what year you played or if you played with somebody that's already on a team, you know, mm-hmm. like the Lakers, you had Rondo, <clears throat> excuse me, and AD, mm-hmm. never knew each other, mm-hmm. completely different eras, but they but still had the, the bond. It's the it's, Kentucky bond. It's the bond. Yeah. No, and, that's cool. And I think it, yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, I think, and probably with the football program, you're going to see more of that because they, they have some really good players currently in, in the NFL. And so that's probably going to be another thing to solidify some, some yep. of those players. But yeah, hey, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, just, you want to just let Benny go because you're not playing him and you're stupid for not playing him. Unless he's hurt. I I thought maybe he was, but somebody told me that he wasn't, that they just weren't playing him. Yeah. And I'm going to, let's look it up real quick. And I'm just thinking to myself, why wouldn't you play him? I don't know. And, and he's from Columbus. Right. He brushed five five times against Denver for 20 yards. They just aren't, they're putting him in probably for, to give somebody a break. Yeah, they're, they're dumb. Put that guy in. Give it's, him a chance to show his stuff. Yeah. Oh, and your your favorite Kentucky boy, Rodriguez, just passed the 2,000. I told you. He's up which, there with Snell. Which Benny owns. Benny's got 3,000, I yes. think. And He's probably not going to catch him. I thought, because I, I think he, unless he can play one more year because of COVID, yeah. then he could. But Benny did that without COVID. So, because I don't think they started playing Rocket Regas until he was a junior. Yeah. But he is good. He's going to be in the NFL. He is He's going to be. And, and Cavassier Smoke, I, well, yeah. he's a junior also. Well, I think Chris Rodriguez, I think will be, I don't know if he'll, I think he'll be a first round. I think low, but I think he, he's, he's good. That yeah. kid's good. He just knocks people over too. He's like one of those running backs. He's not. He carries. And, he, and once he gets loose, he's fast. Well, and he'll carry yes, four he's players. He's low to the ground. With yeah. him. He's I, got you know. the big legs and I'm low like, to the ground. How is that possible? He's, but he does it. He's good. He is. We love him. I don't know. I'm with you, though. I think that maybe. I think Benny Snell's being wasted. They aren't playing him. Unless. But did they have a running back? They had some. I think the I think the Steelers had somebody get hurt. They they have a lot of injuries. I don't know. I don't have time to look it up. But other than that, I don't think I have anything else. MJ. I don't either. Pardon me. Just waiting. Just waiting. Yeah. Just waiting. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you all next week after the Kentucky Georgia game. It's gonna. We'll see what we'll see what we're talking about. We're talking. We're going to be talking about a win. I think. I'm feeling it. Okay. I'm feeling it, Mary John. All right. Well, I'm Sarah. I'm MJ. And we are Bourbon and Buckeyes. Hashtag, Hashtag Shut Up, Tony. Bye. Bye.